expressed on this podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of my fabulous sponsors or advertisers. Any content provided by our bloggers or authors are of their opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. This disclaimer was provided by DisclaimerTemplate.com. Hello, my lovely loyal listeners. It's just Miss Rose. And we are doing today's episode of Just Miss Rose and You live on TikTok. We're recording live on TikTok. And today is Sunday, December 18th, 2022. And I want to thank my lovely loyal listeners because I've been away all week and I have not recorded. But we are back and we are here live on TikTok. Now, since TikTok loves to have me banned at every turn, I don't know how long we're going to be recording on TikTok, but we will be recording our full one-hour episode of Just Miss Rose and you, regardless of whether TikTok tries to kick us down or not. Now, let me take a moment out to thank you, my lovely loyal listeners, for taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast I truly appreciate you for your lovely, loyal listenership. Now, after this brief pause for the cause, we will be back with our live recording on TikTok of today's episode of Just Miss Rose and You. We'll be right back. Can I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. We will be right back. No may make use of copyright material, the use of which has not always been specifically authorized by the copyright owner. This constitutes a fair use of any such copyright material as provided for in Section 107 of the U.S. Copyright Law. In accordance with Title 17 U.S.C. Section 107, the material on this channel is offered, it, it offered publicly and without profit to the public users of the Internet for comments and non-profit educational and informational purposes. Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976 allows its made for fair use purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is produced permitted. No copyright is our claim. The content is broadcast for study, research, and educational purposes. The broadcast contains no profit from broadcast content, so it falls under fair use guidelines. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we have returned and we are recording live on TikTok simultaneously while we are recording today's episode of Just Miss Rose and You. Now, we are on the website medium.com and I'm flashing in and out on the screen here. I don't want to do that, but let's see. We're on the website, medium.com, and this article is titled, The Three Causes of Human Stupidity. Grasping the power of human stupidity is how to counteract it. Now, this was written by Antonelli Zanini on August 4th, 2021. Human stupidity is a complex, intricate, and controversial topic. Addressing it in the right way is always a grueling task. Not surprisingly, the risk of offending people is high, as well as the possibility of being misunderstood. This is why relying on books and studies that successfully untangle it is so important. In particular, the Italian economist Carlo Cipolli was one of the leading experts in the field of human stupidity. 
the five basic laws of human stupidity. The essay that earned him unbelievable success is now a milestone. This book has several lessons yet to be understood and inspired many other studies and theories aimed at better comprehending human stupidity. Let's dive into these theories and understand the three causes of human stupidity. The power of human stupidity. According to Cipolla, it is behavior that makes people stupid. So, before delving into the causes of human stupidity, it is essential to understand the risks resulting from behaving stupidly. In fact, ignoring the destructive power of human stupidity can have dramatic consequences on society. So, let's delve into what Cipolla summarized about this fascinating topic. A stupid creature will harass you for no reason, for no advantage, without any plan or scheme, and at the most improbable times and places. You have no rational way of telling if and when and how and why the stupid creature attacks. When confronted with a stupid individual, you are completely at their mercy. In this excerpt extracted from The Five Basic Laws of Human Stupidity, Carlos Cipolla makes it crystal clear. The power of human stupidity lies in its inherent unpredictability. This means that Intelligent people will always be caught by surprise by attacks coming from stupid individuals. Plus, and even worse, there is no possible defense. Who could come up with a rational defense when the attack lacks any rational structure? In particular, everyone consistently fails to recognize the inherently damaging, destructive, and devastating power of human stupidity. As Cipolla believed, the reason is that human beings tend to react with feelings of complacency and contempt when confronted with stupidity. This is a common mistake, preventing our brains from immediately building defenses. Neglecting the power of human stupidity is what makes it even stronger. Furthermore, Carlos Cipolla cuttingly pointed out how stupid people affect the entire society by stating that one is tempted to believe that a stupid individual will only hurt themselves, but this is confusing stupidity with helplessness. 
To make his thesis even more straightforward, he also added that stupid people cause losses to other people with no counterpart of gains on their own account. Thus, the society as a whole is impoverished. This means that the effects of human stupidity are widespread and virtually inevitable. Believing that stupid individuals can only harm themselves is naive. Likewise, ignoring them completely is not the solution. Counteracting Human Stupidity The fact that the activity and movements of a stupid creature are absolutely erratic and irrational not only makes defense problematic, but also makes any counterattack extremely difficult. In this passage, Carlos Cipolla grasps the problem lying in countering human stupidity. Dealing with it successfully is almost impossible. Therefore, we had better to try to avoid or at least reduce stupid behavior. Devising an enforceable solution in society for the good of all is too complex and politically risky. So, the only viable way we have to confront human stupidity is to to individually behave rationally thanks to the introspection and awareness. In this regard, a similar and appealing theory was proposed by an inspiring study conducted by Ietavos Lorraine University. This research emphasizes that if we want to avoid experiencing suffering and being victims of human stupidity, we should all deliberately try to avoid it. How? By being conscious of its causes. As the study points out, they they are there are only three causes and each of them causes a different degree of stupidity. Let's see them all. Number one, distraction. This causes the lowest degree of, of human stupidity. This causes the lowest degree of human stupidity. Distraction leads people to miss goals due to a lack of focus. Not paying attention or not allocating sufficient resources results in frustration and wasted time. Distracted people tend not to spend the right amount of energy and concentration while performing relevant tasks. So they behave stupidly because they struggle to achieve goals they are not truly willing to achieve. Number two, 
lack of control. This leads to the average degree of human stupidity. Lack of control is typical of impulsive people. Not having self-control means being a victim of events, acting irrationally as a result. As clearly described by Sapola, this is the first and foremost cause of human stupidity. So, people lacking self-control behave stupidly because they are inclined to act impulsively without rationality. Number three, ignorance and overconfidence. This leads to the highest and most dangerous degree of human stupidity. Ignorance and overconfidence lead people to take risks. This, while they do not have the knowledge or skills required to manage and deal with the likely disastrous consequences. As pointed out by Carlos Cipolla, others will have to pay for the problems caused by these people. This also includes intelligent people. Ignorant people behave stupidly because their actions benefit neither themselves nor society. Conclusion The Italian Italian economist Carlo Cipolla left us with a straightforward explanation of the power of human stupidity by, by brilliantly devising a theory based on irony and common sense. As we have just seen, counteracting human stupidity as a society is likely to be a utopian achievement. On the other hand, acting individually to improve themselves may be the solution. In particular, we learned that human stupidity has three causes, each of which leads to a different degree of stupidity. Addressing them all may be the only way to avoid human stupidity and reduce its inherent destructive power. Now, enjoy the reading. Reward the writer, which we will not be doing. We're rewarding him by reading his article on on TikTok. But your tip will go to Antonio Zanini through a third-party platform of their choice, letting them know you appreciate their story. But Mr. Zanini, we appreciate your story. And my lovely loyal listeners, we want to thank Medium.com and Antonio, I mean, Antonello Zanini for his intriguing article, The Three Causes of Human Stupidity. And we will be right back with yet another exciting article as we're doing this live recording on TikTok. Thank you so much for your lovely loyal listenership and your lovely loyal viewership. And we will be right back.
All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back with our live recording on TikTok, and we are now on the website growthlodge.com, and this article is titled, Seven Sure Signs of Stupidity. It was written by Team Lodge, Team Growth Lodge, on May 25th, 2022. All right. And again, the title of this article is Seven Sure Signs of Stupidity. Dealing with a stupid person can be frustrating. And the major reason for this, besides their stupid behavior, is that they don't see their own stupidity. The whole problem with the world, as the British philosopher Bertrand Russell said, is that fools and fanatics are always so certain of themselves and wiser people so full of doubts. And it's no wonder why. The mystery of the universe is enough to keep you in awe for an eternity. This is perhaps why Albert Einstein once said, it is enough if one tries merely to comprehend a little of this mystery every day. That said, dealing with a stupid person requires an understanding of their nature. If you don't understand them, they can confuse you so much that you begin to think that you're the stupid person. Here are some signs of the most, I mean, here are some of the most obvious signs. Number one, illusionary superiority, the criminal case of MacArthur Wheeler. What? No, baby. Okay. In 1999, Dunning and Kruger studied the curious criminal case of MacArthur Wheeler, a bank robber. Here's the curious and funny thing about Wheeler's bank robbery. To conceal his identity, Wheeler decided to cover his face with lemon juice. And his rationale behind doing that is that since the chemical properties in lemon juice are used in invisible ink, it should also make him invisible to the cameras. Needless to say, Wheeler's mastermind plan was a dumb one. He was easily caught And the funny part, he still wondered how his plan didn't work, even when it was so good. As Dunning and Kruger would later conclude in their paper, we all need to have a good insight into our social and intellectual abilities for us to live the most effective and successful lives. Stupid people can't evaluate themselves properly. They blow their skill level and intellectual capabilities out of proportion. This is why it's difficult 
for you to convince them about all their stupid ideas. Forget about winning them in arguments. Number two, repeated irrationality. People often do stupid things because they don't think their actions through. All their motivations come from what other people think is cool, right, or wrong. Take these opinions away from them and they have no idea why they do anything. For instance, a guy might begin to smoke and drink simply because he thinks it looks cool, but never bothers to think of the long-term consequences and the real reasons he's engaging in the life-damaging habit in the first place. Here's the thing. Doing the wrong thing simply because someone else thinks it's okay is stupidity. And this has caused more damage to society than you might think. Wrong ideals and doctrines have been passed down for generations simply because people won't dare think of what they are doing. As the saying goes, just because an idea is popular doesn't make it right. Delphi pronounced Socrates the wisest man alive. Socrates couldn't accept the title. Why? He was certain that there was so much that he didn't know. And more importantly, there must be at least one person out there who knew things he knew nothing about. To prove the oracle wrong, Socrates went on a search for someone more knowledgeable than him. But to his surprise, he quickly saw a big flaw in all the so-called knowledgeable scholars, philosophers, and poets that he met. They were arrogant about the things they knew. To them, the little they knew was all there was to know. And because of this belief, they acted like there was nothing else to learn. They spoke with confidence, even concerning things that they knew nothing about. It was at this time that Socrates knew that the Oracle of Delphi was, in fact, saying the truth. A wise person understands how much he doesn't know. A fool, on the other hand, is always certain about everything. Number four, gullibility. A gullible person is easily persuaded, tricked, or deceived about almost anything. People who are gullible easily fall for scams, sometimes even multiple times. And this, according to Nobel Prize-winning psychologist Daniel Kahneman, happens because some people base their decisions not on rationality. Instead, they make their decisions fast, intuitive, and automatic, a decision strategy that will often lead to regret. 
People who often make stupid decisions do so because they don't try to be rational. They depend on luck or their emotions. And this makes them believe even the most ridiculous offers from scammers. Number five, blind arguments. One of the best ways to spot stupidity is to watch how someone argues. Indeed, arguments can quickly become heated, even for the average person. But with stupid people, it's different. You see how they struggle to hold their ground even when it has become obvious that what they are saying doesn't make sense. Sometimes this makes them look so dumb that you feel sorry for them. Here's the thing. When a stupid person argues with you, they're rarely talk they're rarely talking from a rational independent point of view. Most likely, everything they'll be saying are ideas they got from someone else. Indeed, they believe the ideas to be true and absolute. But the only problem is they really don't know why. Hence, when you're arguing with them, they rarely have any substantial evidence to defend the ideal they claim to believe. This is why it's easy to make them look dumb. Number six, sticking to something detrimental. People stick to bad relationships and addictive substances for different reasons. But just having a reason for something doesn't justify hurting yourself emotionally and sometimes physically. Sure, most of us hold on to certain things that don't serve us. This could be jobs, friendships, relatives, drugs, bad habits, etc. But does this mean that we are all stupid? No. Sure. I mean, the truth is that most of us are going to hold on to the wrong things at different points in life. Sometimes we just do it out of ignorance. And sometimes it's just our level of immaturity. But there's a time for everything. Sticking to a detrimental relationship longer than necessary even when it's become obvious that it's not for you, is outright stupidity. Number seven, talk too much. As the Bible rightly puts it, even fools are thought wise when they keep silent. With their mouths shut, they seem intelligent. Proverbs 17, 28. The best-selling author, Robert Greene, also echoed the same remark in the 48 Laws of Power when he said, the more you talk, the more likely you are to say something foolish. Though 
there are intelligent and sociable people who like to talk. The difference between them and fools is that they talk because they have something to say. A stupid person, on the other hand, simply speaks because they just want to say something, anything, because they believe they know everything. They want to be the one that everyone pays attention to. How to deal with a stupid person. The best way to deal with a stupid person is to not to deal with them at all. Even if you try to do them the good of exposing them to their true nature, they'll only hate you more. Learn to sit back and watch them. If their behavior threatens your peace in any way, then distance yourself from them. There will always be people who behave foolishly around us. It's kind of the price you pay for growing up. And you have to learn to smile and not take them too seriously. And remember that they're blind to their own foolishness. If you try too hard to make them see the light, they'll only take you as the enemy. Hence, the best way to deal with a stupid person is to simply let them be. Use their lives to learn more about human nature. Okay, and that is the end of that article on growthlodge.com seven sure signs of stupidity and we will be right back with some more of today's live episode on TikTok of Justice Rose and you. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. We will be right back. It's time for Dictionary Definition of the Day. Today's Dictionary Definition Word of the Day, brought to you by Miriam Webster, is stupid. It's an adjective, 1A. Slow of mind. 1B. Given to unintelligent decisions or acts. Acting in an unintelligent or careless manner. 1C. Lacking intelligence or reason. Brutish. Number two. Dulled in feeling or sensation. Torpid. Number three. Marked by or resulting from unreasoned thinking or acting. Senseless. Number 4A. Lacking interest or point. Number 4B. Vexatious, exasperating. Stupidly is the adverb and stupidness is the noun. 
and stupid. Number two of two is a noun, a stupid person. And we'll be right back. My lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we are now on the website Inc.com and that this article is titled, Here's How to Tell Within Five Minutes If Someone Isn't As Smart As They Think. And science says people who do one thing tend to be less intelligent and less competent. This was written by Jeff Hayden, contributing editor on Inc. at Jeff underscore Hayden. I ordered a turkey sandwich and asked for double meat. The guy behind the counter said, you shouldn't eat meat. I turned and shrugged. Seriously, he said, his voice getting louder. Meat is bad for you. Maybe so, I said, but I like meat. Eventually, oh, wait a minute. Evidently, that was not the right response. A friend turned me on to a vegan diet, he said. Only fools eat meat. Meat is terrible for you. There's not a single reason to eat meat. The science is irrefutable. Then he paused and moved closer, narrowing his eyes to stare intently into mine. It's changed my life, he said. I'm not sure all meat is bad, I said, but that's really cool how being a vegan has worked out for you. How long have you been doing it? This is my second day. Ah. The Dunning-Kruger effect. His certainty provides a perfect example of the Dunning-Kruger effect, a type of cognitive bias described by social psychologists David Dunning and Justin Kruger, in which people believe they're smarter and more skilled than they actually are. Combine a lack of self-awareness with, high, with low cognitive ability and boom, you overestimate your own intelligence and competence. As Dunning, a psychology professor at the University of Michigan says, If you're incompetent, you can't know you're incompetent. The skills you need to produce the right answer are the same, are the very same skills you need to recognize the right answer. As Bertrand Russell said, one of the painful things about our time is that those who feel certainty are stupid. And those with any imagination and understanding are filled with doubt and indecision. Or, as my grandfather said, the dumber you are, the more you think you know. 
On the flip side, people with high ability tend to underestimate how good they are. High ability individuals tend to underrate their relative competence and at the same time assume that tasks that are easy for them are just as easy for other people. But I shouldn't be too hard on the gentleman who had just adopted a vegan diet. I once spent 20 minutes trying to convince a motorcycle mechanic my bike handled poorly because of issues like spring rate and steering head angle and frame height, only to learn I had unknowingly turned my rear shocks rebound dampening to its lowest setting. Wildly overestimating my knowledge made me a dick. We all know people who do the same. They take a position and then proclaim and bluster and pontificate while totally disregarding differing opinions or points of view. They know they're right and they want you to know they're right. Their behavior isn't an indication of intelligence, though. It's a classic sign of being a D. Wisdom is never found in certainty. As Jeff Bezos says, the smartest people are constantly revising their understanding, reconsidering a problem they thought they already solved. They're open to new points of view, new information, new ideas, contradictions, and challenges to their own way of thinking. Yeah, I'm an old lady. I'm hot flashing. (laughs) That's for my viewers, my lovely loyal listeners. That's because wisdom isn't found in certainty. Wisdom is knowing that while you might know a lot, there's also a lot you don't know. Wisdom is trying to find out what is right rather than trying to be right. Wisdom is realizing when you're wrong and backing down graciously. Don't be afraid to be wrong. Don't be afraid to admit you don't have all the answers. Don't be afraid to say, I think instead of I know. As my ink colleague, Jessica Stillman says, next time you're trying to determine if someone is actually super smart or simply bluffing, don't ask whether they're always right. Instead, ask when was the last time they changed their opinion. If they can't name lots of times they were wrong, they're probably not as smart as they want to appear, which means they're probably a dick. All right, and that, you guys, is the conclusion of that article on Inc.com. Here's how to tell within five minutes if someone isn't as smart as they think. And it was written by Jeff Hayden, contributing editor. And we'll be right back 
with yet another exciting article on today's episode of Just Miss Rose and You. And we're doing it live on TikTok, you guys. Live on TikTok. And guess what? We haven't been banned yet. We have one viewer in here. I don't know. It's my sweet sister, Queen Sister Fine Wine 39. Thank you for joining me. I'm doing my podcast live on TikTok. And we will be right back, my lovely loyal listeners, after this brief pause for the cause. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. And we will be right back. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back. I am filming live on TikTok. Now, I started to read an article, but they tried to force me to go to their app. I wasn't going to their silly app. So I put in another comment, and then I've been laughing and recording live instead of reading the article. So let me get over here, and I'm just going to read this one, and we're going to get through it together on this live recording of TikTok. And we are on the website, Lifehack. Org, and this article is titled, How to Know if Someone is Playing Dumb or Really is Dumb. Now, this article was written by Anna Y.T. Chu. Anita, Anna is the editor-in-chief and content strategist of Lifehack. All right. When you're up against a business rival, a competitive member of your own family, or just an annoying friend who you suspect might be lying to you, it's always in your best interest to find out exactly how much they know. If you want to know what you're up against, you need to discover their true knowledge and capabilities. For example, if you are going after a big promotion at work, but your colleague also has their eye on the position, it's a good idea to work out precisely what they know about the role and whether they have actually taken the initiative and applied for it. Or let's say you suspect your partner of cheating on you. In a bid to discover the truth, you meet up with their best friend who you might be, who you think might be covering for them. Their friend says that they have no idea whether your partner is cheating and that they know nothing. Here's the problem. How do you know whether their friend is playing dumb? Playing dumb is a is often a great strategy. To put it plainly, Playing dumb works beautifully when you are trying to throw someone off the scent. When you are up against someone else, you can gain an advantage if they underestimate you. Their guard will, be, will go down and they may even share valuable information with you. Pretending that you don't know much about a situation will encourage other people to open up first. You can then gauge their true character and communication skills. For example, stop it. 
this thing is in my way. I don't want to download the guide. Y'all know what this kills me when these things. I'm not downloading. I'm not giving you my email. So move. Really, life hack? Is, is that what we're doing? For real, for real? Okay. All right. Where were we? For example, suppose you are a salesperson and you are competing with another member. Oh, my God. Is this thing really trying to? Okay, I'm going to give it an email address. Here, take anybody's email address. I don't care. You're just going to keep bugging me to download your free stupid guide for three simple steps to develop a success mindset. I don't care about that. Go back to my thing. (laughs) Ruining my whole thing. For example, suppose you are a salesperson and you are competing with another member of your department for an end of year bonus. Pretending as though you don't really care about the bonus and acting though you aren't very confident in your sales ability may encourage your rival to become overconfident. They might even babble on about the great tricks they use to turn their cold leads into profitable sales. Needless to say, you have a great advantage over them in this situation. Pretending that you are less smart than you really are will also endear you to others. A high IQ often makes other people envious, so it's best to maintain that you have achieved your success through sheer hard work, a little luck, or a combination of the two. Although intelligent people are often capable of undertaking a lot of work to a high standard, they can suffer the burden of heavy expectations. For instance, if you are well known as a competent person at work, the likely result is that you will be given yet more work to do. Playing dumb can work in your favor because your boss won't expect much from you. The smartest people know that it isn't always a good idea to show your competence at every turn. How to tell whether someone is playing dumb. Of course, someone who appears to be playing dumb may just be, well, dumb. So how can you tell the difference? The first clue is that someone who is playing dumb will take great care to allow other people to talk. This lets them gauge their competition's true level of knowledge. They also gently provoke other people in a bid to obtain extra information. For instance, Let's take the example of a woman who has found evidence that her husband is having an affair and decides to confront him. She has seen a photo of another woman in his wallet and her friend has told her that he has seen he has been seen leaving a local bar with the very same woman in the picture. If the husband in this scenario is smart, he'll play dumb by denying that he has done anything wrong and asking how she arrived at her conclusion. This approach will let him discover how much she knows, which will then help him make a decision. Can he get away with lying to her or does she have inconvertible evidence that he's been 
unfaithful. He might use another tactic, asking dumb questions to make her underestimate him. For instance, he may say something like, why do you think I have a photo of her? When asked about the picture in his wallet, on the other hand, smart people sometimes overdo it, i.e., their questions are just a little too dumb. This is a red flag that signifies that they are trying to appear ignorant. An intelligent person who is playing dumb will gradually bring you round to their point of view. They are often assertive, put on a show of sympathy for your position, and then slowly convince you that your perceptions are wrong. By the end of the conversation, you may find yourself agreeing to go along with them. For example, a colleague who you suspect is stealing your office stationery might nod in apparent agreement as you relay your grievance, ask a few dumb questions, uh, e.g. your stapler. I didn't even know we used them in this office. Then behave in such an earnest manner that you end up agreeing with them. There's no way they could have been stealing from you, right? Finally, watch out for neutrality and flexibility. People who play dumb are careful to keep their cards close to their chests, revealing their true preferences and political alliances, allegiances could give their rivals some information to use against them at a later date. Play dumb to understand the fake dummies. To get closer to the fake dummies and understand what their real intentions are, play dumb too. This is what we call an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Though it's not easy to play dumb, here we've got some techniques to make it work for you. Never overdo it. Do not pretend to be more ignorant or stupid than you really are too often. Or people will either think that you truly are brainless or that you are intentionally setting out to manipulate them. You should never tell anyone that you use this tactic because they are unlikely to ever trust you fully in the future. Be smart when choosing your moment. Only play dumb when it will help you get valuable information. For example, if you pretend that you are oblivious to office politics, other people will start to confide in you. This gives you useful information about all the key players in the company. Playing dumb can give you a valuable opportunity to ask questions that might otherwise seem rude or inappropriate. For instance, let's suppose that your manager has been blowing the department's budget on pointless IT training and as a result, there is a shortfall of cash. Rather than asking them outright to explain precisely why they felt the need to overspend and exactly how much they spent, you could ask them to tell you how the department's budgets are decided upon. 
You could then ask them to take you through the department's recent accounts so you can see an example of a budget in action. When you appear to be earnest and eager to learn, people will not question your true motives. Practice your poker face. If you are asking questions, I mean, excuse me, if you are asking intentionally stupid questions or pretending to be far less smart than you really are, it's easy to give into the temptation to smirk. Don't do it, or you'll give the whole game away. If necessary, practice remaining straight-faced even when confronted with an amusing situation. Go forth and act ignorant. As you can see, those who know how to play dumb and how to detect it in others are in a strong position. When you learn how to tone down your intelligence, others will trust you more. When you can spot this tactic in colleagues, friends, and relatives, you'll soon be able to tell when they have an ulterior ulterior motive in mind. Next time you need some information from someone, why not act a little dumber? The result will surprise you. And that, you guys, is the conclusion of that article on lifehack.org. Boom, boom, boom. How to know if someone is playing dumb or really is dumb. And that was written by Anna Y.T. Chu. Or it might be Chu E. Either way, it'll be in the description on the podcast. And that, you guys, is the conclusion of today's episode of Just Miss Rose and You. We are doing a live recording on TikTok as we speak. So I just want to say a quick thank you so much to my lovely loyal listeners. Thank you so much. And don't be stupid, okay? And remember, you know the rules. Don't let anybody take you from your square because you are the only you in the entire universe and nobody is doing a better job of being you uh, than you. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. On that note, please support my sister podcast as the Massage Table Turns, which can also be heard on Apple, Spotify, and many more. Thank you once again, my lovely loyal listeners, for listening to today's episode. And thank you, my TikTok viewers, for listening and coming in and participating in today's episode of Just Miss Rose and You, the podcast. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we will talk with you next Sunday. Again, don't forget to support my podcast on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, Ask Them Sacha Paterns. This is Jess Miss Rose, and we are out. Have a great week, because remember, it's Sunday. So get out there and crush the next week. Don't let nobody take your joy from you, and you have a great week. This is Miss Rose out. Thank you, my lovely loyal listeners, for coming to my TikTok Live, and thank you for listening. This video will be available on my Instagram and my YouTube. And this tape will be available on Apple and Spotify. Thank you all for joining me today and have a wonderful Sunday. Bye.
All right, you guys, I just ended the live and I'm ending this recording as well. Bye.